Take it. Let's 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 do an I am that bitch affirmation. Okay, go ahead. I am that bitch. I am that bitch. (laughs) I am that bitch. I am that bitch. I am that bitch. I'm that motherfucking bitch. Period. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. I got that boom pal banging out that boom box. It's a mood. Feeling so good. We abundant. Know what we want. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. We thrive. We thrive. Welcome to another episode of Thrive As I Am. I am one of your hosts, Kat. And alongside, I have my co host, Lisi and Lo. And today's topic is power versus love. On today's episode, we're going to explore the intricate dynamics of modern relationships as we dwell into the fascinated interplay between power and love. Also on this episode, we'll discuss how some individuals find themselves entangled in relationships driven by power dynamics, while others are bound together by the authentic, enduring force of true love. Hmm. Yes. So ladies... I'm going to ask you this question. What's up? Okay. Money or love? I think love, most definitely. Because you can always get money. Money is like a fluctuating thing. But I would prefer real and authentic love over a relationship that is just like me just being there for the money. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that is an easy but hard question to answer. Like, yeah, love, but I kind of want to say both, and I don't want to be difficult, but I really don't want to choose. <laughs> and no, I feel like if I have to choose, I'm ultimately settling. But if I had to choose, I would say love because um, I believe that I'm capable of making and generating my own money and manifesting money. So, okay. yeah, I guess love. Yeah, because this is the thing. I feel like the man of my dreams is not going to be broke. So <laughs> it's just like I don't want him just for money, but I want authentic love. And, you know, he got to be a boss. So. Okay. So what about happiness? Or money. Isn't it the same thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? Is it the same thing? No, no. I would say, um, like, for real, I think I'm happy even when I don't, I'm, even when I'm not in my most financially, like, stable or successful. Like, happiness is a choice. You can be happy broke, you can be happy rich. It is literally a choice. You choose to be happy. So, um, what was the question? Happiness or money? Was that? Yeah. Happiness or money? Yeah, I feel like happiness overall. Happiness. Happiness. Happiness, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Now, that's an easy one. But let me say, just kind of spinning the block back on the love or money thing, I feel like I've been in situations where I I had only love and no resources. That was pretty miserable. And then I've been in a situation where I've had, you know, what felt like a loveless situation where I was being well taken care of. That was also miserable, you know? Right. So it just kind of just, I guess it really just depends on where you, what point you are in life to really make that decision. Because I've too been in both situations and 
I'm like, you know, I really love this man, but damn, he can't really provide what I need financially. And it's not even like what he can provide for me financially. It's a situation where if we were to start a family, like love can't love can't take care of this family. Right. Yeah. Love is not gonna feed my kids. Love is not going to pay the mortgage. Right. But it's like I guess it just really depends on like where you actually stand yeah. in that in that point. It's 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 scary. It's it's hard. It's I don't know. I'm just thinking about like I don't know. I don't know if I should if we should call names, but like just a lot we're just gonna say celebrities, like celebrities that are put in those positions where it's power versus love and I was talking to one of my coworkers because I always like try to discuss these topics with humans to get some kind of you know <laughs> thoughts and see if it's something that we just not making up but um his he interpreted and this is how I know men do not like listen to listen to us he was like what about convenience I was like I'm not talking about convenience I'm talking about power versus love but I think that convenience is some kind of power because you're in a position for a convenience that's you controlling the situation so that goes back to power what do you, what do you I need I need more understanding about convenience like what does he mean by that I need that broken down a little bit more he was basically saying like okay some people just stay in a situation for convenience and my explanation to him was well I'm talking about power versus love but he kept saying but you have people who stay in situations just for convenience. So he was talking about another dynamic. Settling. So that's a yeah. so he ain't got that love or money, basically. Right, but I or just but to me, I think that's some kind of that's a sort of power because if you're staying in a position for convenience, right? Someone's mm-hmm. controlling that. So you're you're still someone is still controlling the situation on either side. So to me, that that results to power. I don't know if it, if it's somebody's controlling the situation on either side. Maybe they're both just settling and both just comfortable. Um, and it could be a back and forth. Like the power play could go back and forth. They're both getting something from the relationship, although it's not elevating them. Maybe it's not making them particularly too happy, but they're both comfortable where it's like, this is okay. It's not like, you know, the greatest love, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? I could see that as being convenient or comfortable or just not wanting to do the work on yourself or it within the relationship to make it better. I could There's see that nothing could be, like, powerful about settling ultimately. Yeah. So I don't think nobody got power in that situation. No. <laughs> it, it could be, but I feel like that's very complex. I feel like that's a yeah. very complex thing when you're talking about settling <clears throat> comfort and just not doing the work like there's a lot of different um dynamics that can go into that you know in his case I would just need more details because like are you settling because like you're going through your own like why are you settling like I would it, like you said it could be different for every situation but ultimately like I don't want nobody who's settling for me right and I don't want to settle for nobody. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just be comfortable. Like, that's not the life I want to live. Like, I want to bust this thing wide open, you know? <laughs> it, was that a little too graphic? My bad. No. I want to, I want to, like, live my best life. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Settling is not, it's not good. It, it's never, settling is unhealthy. It would never be a healthy situation if you're settling because you're just, again, you're just there for convenience. Yeah. 
So what about you? Power or love? I would say love. I would say love. I would definitely say love because I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't, I, to me, power sounds like controlling. I wouldn't want to be in a position where I'm controlled. And I guess that's where, where I was, I guess that's kind of what I was thinking when I was saying like settling is like power because you're, I don't know, it's like a control thing, but I would go for love. I would definitely go for love. You know what, y'all? I seen, which I seen, like, I was driving the other day and I seen this two, this couple. They looked like they might have been homeless, but they were laughing and giggling and sharing like a little sandwich. And <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so sweet, but I could never. Because um, it was sweet. I was like, it was cute. They have each other. Like, they didn't have much, but they were laughing and they looked happy. But I was just like, damn, I could never do that shit. Like, I think you know, that's where, like, uh, and it reminded me of, like, th- that's a situation where they probably do have some authentic love for each other, and they're just gonna thug it out, regardless of the situation, but I can't, I can't, I couldn't do that ever, you know what I'm saying? I can't just be, like, in a box with yeah. somebody, because I feel like, and I think that is, that depends on how you feel about yourself, and I think your partner has to reflect that, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your partner does not care for maybe material things or maybe doesn't care to like thrive and, and like, you know, be successful in whatever that means to them, then like, if you're on the same wave with them, you're going to be in the same space with them. Right. So maybe they don't, they, those two people that I saw, they really care about, you know, having material things or succeeding in, in, in societal standards or whatever the case may be. Maybe they were just happy, just, being you know with each other which it could be enough for some people yeah I have two thoughts about that before I share my experience I'm going to ask this question so so do you guys think societal expectations and cultural influences contribute to power dynamics in relationships absolutely absolutely yeah for sure. Because I think we've gotten we've gotten, you know, social media kind of sh- kind of projects what relationships should be like and how men should act and how women should act and a lot of people in my opinion can't formulate the, their own thoughts and ideas of how their relationship should work. So they only kind of <clears throat> go after what they see. Do you think so- it's a matter of them like not really knowing what they want? So I would say for me, like, I can see how social media could influence people, but me personally, I can't say that that's the case for me. I prefer what I prefer just based on just whatever I'm naturally inclined to like, and also based on my experiences and what I learned from those experiences and how my preferences got a little bit more specific, the more experience I had. So, am I making sense? Like, no, I don't really kind of gauge agree. things off that. of what I see. I gauge things off of what you want. what I like and what makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah, yeah, I can agree. I can agree to that. And I think, like, like in my current situation or whatever it is, I'm looking for, I'll be honest, I'm looking for, like, I'm looking for something from a previous relationship that I'm not getting in this relationship. Mm. Which is what? I don't know if I should say it. Am I allowed to say it? Maybe, maybe <laughs> I mean, say it without saying it. 
No, um, she... honestly, I'm looking for I'm looking for like that love. Like I don't know how to explain it. You like, want to be in love, like you love somebody, but you're not in love. Type I don't of thing. even want to say that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. You want more romanticism? Is that what it is? Like you want more romantic? Yeah, I want more love. I want to feel love. I want to be vulnerable. I want to submit. But I'm just not, I'm not getting that from people. It's just a weird situation. So I have a question. Are you being vulnerable? Are you? I have. I have. I have. And once, once that trust is gone or that something that I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say, but I understand that once you trust, it's hard to because that that wall is up now. You can't be vulnerable. I feel like that's when you need to reset, bitch. Like I don't so, know. I feel like, but now I I'm in a situation. Yeah, but now I'm in a situation where, like you were saying earlier, my second point. Now I'm in a situation where, okay, you know what? This is about to be a this is about to be a con- contracted situation. We about to, and it's crazy because I was thinking about this last night. Most of the women in my family, like, they don't be on no love shit. Every, every, literally, everybody is, like, in a agreement with their spouse. It's weird. And I was just sitting here thinking about that. But anyways, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to be that way because I do want genuine love. But I feel like it's just going to boil down to me just having some kind of agreement just to, just, just, just to be happy. Does that sound right? Does that make sense? That sounds right. So I think what happened was when you maybe in in one part, the beginning part of your relationship, maybe it was love. But then when that trust was broken, the dynamic was more a power dynamic. Because if you have the power, then somebody really can't hurt you. They can't get over on you. Like they can't try you. Or at least that's how we think, you know, it works. So I think like, again, when that trust is broken, it just brings out a different side of you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it brings out a side where, like, the love just ain't loving no more. Like, it ain't the same. Like, and you're not going to get over on me. So, that I think right. that does bring out, like, a more dominant power dynamic. Like, I'm going to be the more dominant party. Probably because you don't want to get hurt, you know? Yeah, but is that healthy? I personally don't think that's healthy. Like, I... um it shouldn't be, you know, a power struggle in the relationship. Now, here's another thing. <clears throat> if one party is the more dominant, powerful party and both parties are in agreement, that that's a good dynamic for them. I don't think it's nothing wrong with one party kind of being more powerful than the other because, you know, that's that's balance kind of, you right. know, or it could be in a situation where two people are both powerful in their own right, but there's enough love there and respect there to where those powers are not gonna like try to overpower each other you know that sounds like Beyonce and Jay-Z right right (laughs) you know and and she still has this you know you can hear it in her lyrics you can hear it in her demeanor she still submits to him yeah as powerful as she is she still submits to him he's still the more powerful person in their dynamic right Hmm. So how do you guys feel about submitting? Listen, I was born a woman. I like to do womanly, girly shit. So part of that is submitting to a masculine. And I think I think that's what my soul desires. Now, is that what I be living? Not really, because you can't trust these things. <laughs> right. Like I just want to I just want to meet the guy that just just meet the guy that just make me so happy so in love where I just submit like 
I will cook. I will clean. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm telling y'all, I was meant to be a housewife. I'm going to say this on every episode. I was supposed to go to college and be a housewife. And that's what it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and you know what, Katara? I think that is for you. I think that this... Um, power thing that you might have because we our last episode y'all go listen to it if y'all haven't yet uh we talked about um feminine and masculine energy i think that that power dynamic again just comes from you being more dominantly in that masculine space but here's what i've kind of learned like when i'm clear on what i want and what i prefer and what's best for me I try to move along as quickly as I possibly can. Like I literally try to just move to the next opportunity to try to get what I want. Cause the thing is, I think we all make mistakes in like staying in a situation that we know is not the dynamic you want, the love you want, all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we know that and we stay, you know, hoping that we exercise love or power, you know, to change things. But really, you really just need to move on, you know, in most cases. Not saying that it's never a good idea to stay and try to work things out, but when you know a person is who they is, who they are, and you are who you are, like, you know y'all gonna have power struggles, you know, unless you choose to submit. Like, when you know it's just, we gonna butt heads, it's gonna be a power struggle, or this person wants to love, but they don't have no damn power, you know, like whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like move so, on quickly. Um, move on quickly. That's my point. Move on quickly. A thought just popped in my head. So you know how they always say the nice guys win, right? Is it the nice guys win or the no, nice guys finish last? Finish last. <laughs> nice guys finish last. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, never mind. What does that mean? Good guys finish last, I think. Good guys finish last, meaning like they eventually get the right girl. Is that what is that what it is? No. no. It's that oh, they gosh. don't get what they want because they're too nice, right. basically. So do you think that is because the woman is is channeling in her masculine energy or there the power, there's power or there's not enough love, there's more power? No. I mean Yeah. Um I, I mean, okay, like for me. I, I I need a man to submit to me before I can submit to him. And what, so, wait, like, what I need to be able to recognize that his intentions are on me, and he's doing things in with the purpose of getting to know me and wanting to build with me, mm-hmm. and therefore I feel comfortable submitting to him. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and I feel like it has to. It takes a nice guy and a guy who is showing his intentions and being authentic with his approach to me for me to even like really really be submissive because I'm naturally submissive so I'm going to be submissive anyway but for me to like be like the type where we are connecting we're bonding we're falling in love type of vibe then I have to see that he is also submitting like to me I think I feel like a real man knows how to submit in certain ways and not be feminine but he's showing that he is catering and caring for you Mm -hmm. so i don't think nice guys finish last i think nice guys only finish last when they're fucking with the wrong person right i I feel like that's a scam because (laughs) they they all men no they all are nice and submit and submissive at the beginning like i don't know you know what this is what i've learned um cat i realized what fucked me up a lot of times is when guys ask you things like, what do you want? What do you look for in your ideal man? 
Um, what have you been? Don't tell them shit about your last, your past. Yeah. Because what you do is you set yourself up for like failure for them to see how much they need to do or how little they need to do, what traumas you have, what triggers you have that they can like kind of trauma bond with your ass if they need to. So some men know how to like get into your head based off the shit that you tell them and they use that to get in close and seem authentic of like, oh, I wouldn't do that to you because I know your ex did that to you. All the while they doing the same shit. So yeah. it's like I've learned to stop fucking talking Ooh, i'm not going yes. to tell them about my past That's i'm not going to tell them about the nigga i i, I want to see myself with it's either i see it in them or i don't mm. and i move accordingly to that but that's a good point and i think that's why my the the last relationship worked for me because i told all i i, I share all the great things that my ex did mm. oh he did this and he did that he brought me this and did that so you need to top that top that Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, anything. Yes. Tell them all the great things and, yes. and tell them what they need to do to like top that shit. It probably yeah. caused a little bit of insecurities, but it's like this is what That's I'm fine. used to. That these okay. are the standards. Yes, and and what sucks is I kind of just learned that shit, and I'm I'm mad about that. Don't be mad. We still young. What you mean? We get we because we really been out here like these niggas been playing game on us and we didn't even know it like this whole time because we're naturally wired a certain way to just be open and vulnerable like when we think right. we could be comfortable with a person but these niggas are fucking predatory I have said but scammers yeah so I guess you're right <laughs> now I'm not gonna speak for all of them I'm not gonna speak for all of them but I do think that it is best practice like you said to just say less like I've always been a, a oversharer and I haven't realized like how much that's kind of weakened me we talk about power dynamics it's absolutely weakened me um throughout my life to have said so much especially you know maybe when you when somebody like you said has gotten to know you and they've proven their loyalty and they've been around they've been solid for a minute and you could trust them then maybe at that point but at this point I hate to say it but I, I damn near feel like trust no nigga like I bitch I'll trust you when I get married to you like <laughs> I don't know like I'm just I'm just always gonna have I don't think I'm ever gonna fully have my guard down ever again in my life. <laughs> I think um, I think it's good to be aware. I think let the guard down and see how they handle you with no walls up. And if they can take care of that, then we can proceed. But if they kinda like fumble, you know, once you let your guard down from jump, like once they yeah. fuck up the first time, that's when you know you need to walk away. Right. The thing that we do is that we kind of be like give them another chance and give them mm -hmm. another chance and then before we know it we've given them like a thousand chances and now sure. we're hurt and we stuck in our feelings but I feel like we need to learn how to move on like from the first time they betray your trust you know what I'm saying because there's gonna be struggles in relationships but like betrayal um in the ways of like cheating and, and, yeah. and shit like that yeah. That can't be tolerated. I feel like I that know. is one thing that shouldn't be tolerated. Other things, maybe like I don't know they how they their body hygiene or there's other things that you can probably fix down the line. <laughs> I don't even know if hygiene's one of them, but you know, saying <laughs> there's other things that you can fix down the line that can be worked on. But betrayal of your trust—that's like the foundation, boo. That's the, that's the whole mm -hmm. fucking point of a relationship, bitch. That's why we end this shit is so that we can trust each other. So if we can't, like, ain't no point of proceeding. 
Well, just listening <clears throat> to you ladies talk, my perspective has changed. I'm gonna go with power. And I'm the reason why I'm gonna go with power is power to control the situation. The love is gonna come eventually, but I feel like power is needed. I'm gonna go with power. I'm I'm changing. So power. I would agree with you, but I would say power over self. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel yeah, like too yeah. many times in the past we gave other people power over us, and right. we don't. I don't want to control another person. You know what I'm exactly. saying? But I need exactly. power over myself, and I right. think that's what it is ultimately. Like you can't yes. get me, like because I'm good. Like I'm fortified. You know, you just can't get me. You can't get over me. And if you play me, you play yourself, nigga. Exactly. But I mean, that's still that's still a form of love. Like, say, if you if you're talking in the form of like self love, like if power over love, like I love myself enough to just kind of walk away because I don't like you said, Lizzie. I don't have power of nobody, and I don't even want it to be like mind games or a power play. It's just I'm coming from a place of love for myself. Yeah. If you fuck me over, I'm not going to continue because I love myself enough to know I don't deserve that. So I'm gonna stick with love because I'm looking at it a little bit differently. But I'm okay. You know what? But we ultimately saying the same thing, and I guess the reality (laughs) is, it's love and power all together at all times. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not really one or the other. It's always both. If you dealing with somebody in that capacity to where you even got to have a power struggle, is love in there too? Mm Hmm. That's awesome. I love it. You know what? We should do like a um we should do like some kind of blind not blind dating, but what is it called? What is the thing speed where you go dating? table to table? Speed, speed dating. dating. Yeah. That'd be cool. And we should come up with the questions that they ask. It's gonna get a little, little you know. We should do that on next on maybe on our next episode or something. I've thought about doing that for years, so that's right up my alley. I would love to do that. I first of all, I want to do a speed dating myself just to have the experience, and I want to host one because I'd be feeling like people don't be knowing how to ask the right questions when you meet somebody. Well, you guys heard it here first, so go ahead and follow us on Instagram because we're gonna have some information coming out soon on our. So what about in you ladies' relationships? What would you say is the most dominant love or power? What do you mean? Explain. In your current relationship or situationship or whatever you got going on. I'm like, who in a relationship? Hold on now. (laughs) Whatever your situation (laughs) shit. If any, if any, you don't have to confirm, you know, you know, I get nobody caught up. But uh, what is more dominant? You said, oh, well, I guess we just answered that. You know, well, you said what you prefer. I guess I was trying to get in your business a little bit. Go ahead, get in your business. What is it currently in your current situation? Oh, well, currently. Um, if you if you want me to answer first, I'm in a relationship with trying to build the right type of love and trust for myself. Ooh, so I bars. Can, I think I'm in that I same can, relationship. Yeah, like I, I can identify yeah. what I really truly need and deserve. So regardless of whoever's floating around, um, I'm currently my the most solid relationship I have right now is with myself and mm. trying to you know, build on that love for myself. Yeah, and I can actually admit, like, I'm at a stage where I don't know what I want anymore. Mm. Like, I was like, you know, I want this, I want this by this age, and now I'm at this age, and I haven't received it, and it's like, okay, 
I need to go back and figure out exactly what I want because you can get it right now if you want it. Is it something that you really want? So I'm right now, I'm stuck. I'm, I can admit it. I don't know exactly what I want right now. Maybe I don't know if I want to focus more on my career. No, because I'm like, honestly, I am making some great career moves and I'm I'm loving it here. I'm freaking loving it. And to me, I'm like, okay, I, I wanted a family. I wanted a family before I was 30. I wanted a family before I was 35. And now I'm knocking on 36. I, I'm i good. Like, I'm good in my career space right now. I, I, I can't stop that. And I don't know if that's an excuse. I don't know if that's me just being scared and me just running from reality. It could be. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, I would def- I'm choosing career over love right now. You know what? I think we are taught to like that we should want it all and have it all. And I think we are going to get it all, but it doesn't mean that you have have to have it all right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Your love journey might, you know, your most high vibrational love journey might begin a little bit later down the line. Maybe it is time for you to focus on Katara, the boss, you know, the businesswoman, because, you know, God probably has something in store for you that you need to build yourself in right now. And that needs to be your focus. I feel like relationships can be extremely distracting to someone especially if it's the wrong person you know what I'm saying like sometimes you need to be able to have that laser focus and just focus on you know where your heart is and if your heart is in your work and your business right now that is your love and power right there you know it don't have to involve a man it really don't that's true it really don't that's true but that brings me to like a point so what do you guys value in relationships? Like, what are your values? Because those, I've learned that my values change, you know, as I go. Um, what do I value in a relationship? Um, I don't know if this answers your question. I value trust, respect, and communication. Are those, are those, are those core values? Are those values? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, Trust, respect, and communication. Those are the biggest things. Um, for me, I would say, because I think this covers a lot of subcategories, if I was to say authenticity and ambition. So mm. for me, I need him to come at me authentically with like, you know, some type of integrity and, and purpose and like, you know, just be real. And ambition, like you got to have that because that's that I am that way, and I need somebody that will either surpass me or keep me focused, mm-hmm. um, and not drag me down. So if you don't have the ambition and you're not authentic, I can't fuck with you. I like that. Yeah, I'm gonna feel that one too. I agree with all of that. So Katara, my next question is like, if if you had somebody that had those things, do you feel like you could do both at the same time? Absolutely. So then it's it's not a matter of you being more focused on work. You're being pushed into your work right now because you're in a relationship that's not, you know, meeting the things that you value, you know? Yeah, like my job, my job is loyal to me. My job respects me. My job pays me. My job don't, you know, that's, right. that's so, of course, if a man is going to give me all those things, of course, I would. I probably would. I probably wouldn't put so much time. I wouldn't. The extra time that I have would not go into my work. If I have someone that I can trust, someone that respects me, someone that is like low set, ambitious, like 
those are the, why am I looking for that in my job? That's just what my job is providing for me. So I would want that in a man. Absolutely. Get me off that computer, boo. <laughs> like, come on. Let me put my phone down, boo. <laughs> come on. Put the phone on the ceiling. Let me put my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, absolutely. I would love for all of that to happen. I've had it before. And um and I and I feel like that's kind of what messes me up in the in my in my present not future but right now because I'm looking for that again and instead of me just waiting for it to come I'm anticipating it and I'm anxious but it's like you know what courage just focus on your bag right now it's gonna like you said it's gonna come and you know when it's ready absolutely absolutely and I'm the type like I love love like I'm so fucking corny when it comes to that kind of stuff no, like, love really, is beautiful it makes like, you feel good it makes yes, you feel so good like I love it I love it but I'm also the same person that will leave a relationship to pursue my dreams I'm gonna share a little story this is an experience and hopefully if someone's listening maybe they I don't know but okay so I was in a relationship and I was in love like this was like love okay and it was it was so much this relationship was so loving so respected like our the breakup was lovey the breakup was so cute like it was it was it was everything was just it was a dream you know um and I don't even know what my point is like I I think I was gonna share exactly what happened should I share do y'all want to hear I don't even know so anyway the situation was you know I don't even want to say too much. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> the person, um, he 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 did like you know actual an act of whatever, and um, I heard it and I saw it. And he was he was working on something, so I reviewed his work. And in his work, I know his work so well, and it it could be like the how men are just so predictable. One little thing throws throws them off, or one little thing is wrong. You know what the hell is going on, but. His work was off by like a smidge. And I was like, okay, who is she? Ooh. What happened? Just tell me what happened. Ooh. He told me what happened. He was scared. He was trembling. He was literally shaking. I never seen a man shake. He was shaking <laughs> like a salt shaker. He told me what happened. And, it, you know, I was just like, you know what? If that's what you want to do, tell me right now. And I'll let you go your separate way. And his 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 reasoning was very very valid. Maybe in a you know maybe later podcast I'll get more intrigued into the actual what happened. I'm gonna just keep it brief. But it was just like you know when we departed, you know we still remain friends. And I know people was like, oh I can't talk to my ex or whatever. But it was just like it was again it was it was well it was respected and. I don't know. It was just love. It just, but that, that, it just made me feel so good. It made me feel good that we both made the decision. It, the relationship that we had was just so powerful and lovey. And I don't know. I don't know. I just, love is beautiful. Love is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it might make you do some crazy things, but love is beautiful. And I wish everyone can experience that. It really is. And that's why you also have to be careful to be in relationships with people who actually love you. Like, once you realize a person does not love you, like, do not spend no more time there because that's when, you know, the other sides of you start coming out out of pure damn survival. 
you know, and, you know, that's when those whole power dynamics start to come into play. Cause it's like now, bitch, you don't, you're operating from a whole different space because this person doesn't really love you. They're, they're hurting you. So naturally, you know, it's going to put you more in this, you know, I'm going to get you before you get me type of space. Or, you know, I'm not saying that always has to be the case. The best thing is to walk away. But that's my whole point. Like, don't stay. Because if you do stay, it is going to bring those sides out of you that's not coming from love. That's yeah. strictly coming from I want to F you up, you know, right. or whatever the case may be. It's just toxic. Like, don't let yourself stay in these situations where the power ends up being it's just a power battle between the two of you. That's toxic as hell. Yeah. Like my pat went a situation. I was like, look, if I have to wake up every day or if I'm like just uh, spending a day just wondering what you're doing or mad at myself or questioning you, I'm going to remove myself from the situation because you should not be on my mind that much in a negative fo- in a negative factor where I can't focus on what I'm doing. Like I'm out. Yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And me personally, just sharing a little bit of my situation, like, um, that's kind of how I was, you know, for years and years and years, like, just dealing with somebody. I honestly feel like he used to play mind games, um, like, like how men do, but it is, it is a power thing. I think some men just be on a whole, it's less likely for women. You have to bring that out of us, I think. But for men, like, they be on ego trips. Like, they be on full-blown ego trips, you know? And it's like they they deal with women and, like, bring these, like, negative sides out of us because it does give them a sense of power to an extent, you know? What I'm they, but they like, they like it. They like It's chaos. like energy. They like They're like energy yeah. vampires. Like, the more they can agitate you and yeah. it's like it powers them up. That's crazy. <laughs> So do you think that comes back from the homes or is it like, like maybe they was raised in a chaotic home and that's just something that this, that's natural for them? No, that, I think, no. I think men, because life is a game for them. Like they see women as a game and it's, I think it's like testosterone or ego or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be for them to, even if they might not authentically want that woman they just want to see how far they could possibly even get with her. Yeah. And I don't even feel like it's from like how your mother raised you. I think it's just from an it's innate. I feel like it's ego driven. I feel like it, it makes them feel a certain way about themselves to dominate, to like get a woman that maybe they once saw as difficult or even make her feel a certain type of way about him so that he feels more powerful. I don't think all men are like that, but I feel like for a majority of underdeveloped or like still insecure and immature men, they kind of like, you know, they play these games just to make themselves feel a certain type of way. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that completely. And that's why you got to be careful, get careful not to get sucked into their ego driven game because it really has nothing to do with you. And now you are yeah. bent out of shape, stressed out, trying to, you know, you using all your energy to overpower somebody who you think is trying to overpower you. And you're, you end up fucking like just wasting all your energy on, you know, something that's just dumb. Like find you somebody that's going to love you, period. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. the right way Just don't right, play well, the game don't let them play you exactly play you know that's it yeah
All right, Liz. So to close off this topic, I'm going to call out some couples. <laughs> and you guys are going to tell me which one do you prefer? Okay. Prefer like in like, are they a love situation or a power situation or do... One's love, one's power. We, You know? Okay. We're going to see. All right. So we ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to start with this one. Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez or... Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Jen and Ben. Jen and Ben. Jen and Ben. Jen and Ben. Okay. Okay. They in love. Oh yeah. They were. They love. went back they to each love. other. They done separated. They had. Jenny done them. spent the block. Yes, she did. Yes, I mean, he did too. <laughs> you know, they all did. So they they all like experienced other people, and they found their way back to each other. And I think that's. I feel. I feel like that is a good way to like kind of see if your person is really your person like be okay with separating live life a little bit you know do whatever you do and if y'all can still come back and be like all right actually i i preferred it over here more than anywhere else then i feel like that's authentic so you're okay with spinning the block hopefully it's not toxic you're right you know because sometimes we go back to toxic stuff just because it's comfortable you know i think you're right yeah yeah, that's true. So it could but be they, they gave it a lot of time, though. I feel like with a lot of time and growth, and they're older, I would, I would hope that they have matured. Like even if maybe at one point they were both toxic. Let's just say they were both toxic because they had their ways. Through dealing with different relationships, maybe they realized some of their toxicity and came back better than they were before. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope so. But Ben and Jen. All right, Ben and Jen. Okay, okay. Okay, Will and Jada or Bobby and Whitney? Will and Jada. I like Will and Jada. I, like I know Bobby that's an Whitney. unpopular opinion, but I like Will and Jada. I'm with Bobby and Whitney. That was love. Girl, that was toxic. <laughs> that, that was, was love. First of all, Whitney was a whole lesbian, and she didn't want to be with that man. And then she got Bobby But he on knew crack. that. But he knew that. No, yeah, and he a... was cheating on her, and he was doing... That was a very... That was a... I don't know. I just, I just feel like I don't like the way I don't like the way Jada out here just putting the man business out. But like, she's not. I've she's never not. Seen this him. is the thing. This is the mm-hmm. thing that we people have to realize about the Will and Jada dynamic. Everything that Jada done said, Will have already said in his book. The thing is, because mm. how social media knows how to push a narrative and knows how to paint a picture, everybody's going at Jada because Will Smith is like the 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 guy. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody loves Will. So anything that this woman says, they are going to go for her neck. Although he's already said all this shit in his book. It's like, it's everything she said. He's already said in his book, but nobody looks at him any differently. He's already said they were in an open relationship. He already said that they took a break. He already said that he, he has, he said, he slept with so many women after a while, sex was revolting to him. He would think about it and, and like kind of want to throw up. So Will oh. said some crazy ass shit, and nobody looks at him anytime. Okay. okay, well, so, I know, nah. I, maybe I need to read the book. I, I maybe I'll read the book, but I don't know. Maybe I like toxic love. Hey, you probably do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got two more: Oprah and Stedman or Kanye and Kim. Shout Oprah and Stedman. They don't know nobody. Kanye nobody and Kim. Kanye and Kim. Kanye and Kim. I like Kanye and Kim. I don't even know what Stedman do. I don't know nothing about Stedman. 
I like to be nosy. <laughs> but no, <laughs> I would say, I don't know. That's, that is a tough one. And I, and I don't know. I'm trying to choose people that I feel like are kind of in the same category, but like different. But I feel like that's another power. That's a that's a power situation. I don't think there was love there, but I feel like Kanye probably actually loved him. But I don't know. I think, I think Sadman th- was a high paid prostitute <laughs> <laughs> because so Oprah. Let me not say that. I was about to get real ignorant. So. But I do feel like Stedman had a comfortable situation with Oprah. I don't know that that was real love. I think that that was just some consistent thing thing for I her. Think, I think they had an agreement. And the fact that ain't nobody exposed they shit yet, they got shit under wraps. So I pick Oprah and Stedman because don't nobody really know about their business. It's all speculation. I feel like it's... It looks so stale, though. It don't look like love. It looks stale and boring. Probably, it is probably not. Because I, feel, I, probably, I think... Oprah is probably a lesbian as well. She might be. <laughs> I think her and Gail got a whole me? ass relationship and they just, and Stedman is just a cover-up. So in that, Ooh. if Stedman is her cover-up, then I think that, like, I, that works for them. Shit. Oprah do, she give a little bit vibe. She do, just a little bit. Okay. Just a little bit. All right. She's a beautiful woman. But let me say this. Kanye and yeah. Kim, as, as crazy as their relationship was, they loved each other. They, oh, I, so. think was, they I, think, I think Kim saw opportunity. Definitely. And Kanye saw an opportunity. And that was just pure power couple type shit. I don't think that was that was any love. In I there. don't think it was love. But or maybe Kanye their, loved I respect her. their relationship. I don't know if she loved him, but Kanye I loved her. I respect their relationship. Um, because if you think about it, those kids, those kids is what's gonna make that money keep going and that legacy continue. Mm, they you got, know what? They got the white market and the black market. Okay. Right. And you know what? You're absolutely right. And these days, when you get to a certain level, it is about fucking. Let me stop cursing. It's about breeding and like who Oprah gonna leave? Who Oprah leaving her money? Who who Oprah leaving her money to? Mm. Where's Oprah's legacy? What is Oprah's legacy? Oprah's legacy is Oprah. Her children <laughs> is not her legacy. I want y'all to realize legacy is 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 what you do for yourself. Your lineage is that's different, but your legacy is your name, your brand. Because what Michael Jackson supposedly had some kids, we don't know what the fuck they doing. That's no legacy. I Michael think she's talking about the legacy. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, but like a lot of people get confused, legacy and lineage. Like what you do for yourself. That's why I'm so okay with not having any more kids or women not having kids and like just bossing up and being in their own because you don't know what your kid can turn into and you can't even put all that pressure on them. They might not want to do shit with their lives. Mm-hmm. And like you're like leg- you're depending <laughs> your whole legacy and your name on some person and you don't even know what they're gonna grow up to be. Right. So Oprah's legacy is Oprah. All that's true. That's true. Oprah, that's her legacy. Yeah. That's true. That but you gotta sense. hit him with the you gotta hit him with the um James St. Patrick. If he if that nigga ain't graduate, if that nigga uh in jail, he ain't getting nothing. So you hold on to you hold on to everything. <laughs> he and then just donate everything to a charity. If I work my life away <laughs> to create something like I I that is something that I want for myself and my family. I want to be able to like pass things down to my children. But again, when it came to Kanye and Kim, I really do feel like that probably was a little bit of an arrangement so that they can yeah. breed within their families and keep certain things in the right. bloodlines. You know, because think about it. 
Look how many men she been with. She could have had kids from anybody. Yeah. Anybody. Kanye was the closest thing to Jay Z that she can get her hands on. So I'm gonna say neither one of them. Not stabbing an Oprah. I'm, I'm still. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna still go with the 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 Kim the Kim Ye because of the kids. I'm gonna go with Kim Ye because of the kids. <laughs> All right. I actually I thought I had one more, but I think I have two more. But okay. Are y'all ready? We're gonna go with one more. We're gonna go with one more. ASAP Rocky and Rihanna or Beyonce and Jay Z? Mm, that's a hard one. I know. Um, I'm gonna say ASAP and Rihanna. <sighs> I feel like maybe ASAP and Rihanna is real love, but I still hate the fact that she picked ASAP to do that with. But that might be your authentic love. I mean, she's Rihanna. Who? Like, anybody she picked was gonna be beneath her. No, because she had that Arab prince or whoever, and I was like, okay, bitch, boss up. She, but, couldn't, she couldn't pull the Eve on us. She, she couldn't pull Eve, and he probably had bitches on top of bitches. ASAP know what's going on. He know what's up. Like, he not going to lie. But yeah, but he, but ASAP is so like, I don't know. He just don't look manly man to me, but I guess that's okay. He's like a metro. He's like, he's he gives artist. me metro sexual vibes. Girl, he gives me metro sexual vibes. Um, which is fine. And she gives androgynous. Hmm. I don't know about that, but you know, maybe. It, words again. it works. For them. It works. For them. <laughs> Androgynous meaning like asexual. Meaning you, Rihanna has branded herself as a woman that can look almost mannish at times. Like y'all know that. Yeah, I don't see it, but. I, I feel like she always looked like a woman, even even when she, she just had does. a dark stage. But that was that was that was to tap into that dark market that uh, like Sarah Levine. That huh? I feel like that's like dark feminine energy. Yeah, like Sarah Levine and all. You know, I feel like she was just tapping into that pop world. Maybe. I don't know, God. This is a tough one. Um, this is a tough one. <sighs> I'm gonna go with ASAP and Riri. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause that's love. And you know what? I feel like Beyonce and Jay was arranged. It's possible that this could have been an arranged situation. Nah, nah I, I don't see the benefit of love for real. I think it's a real Yeah, I don't see the benefit of her getting with with ASAP. Like, but that when did this even happen? Happened. Like I remember I remember there was like a vlog or some kind of podcast he was on and he was like he had a crush on Rihanna. I thought that was so funny. They that, dated that, that, for a short period of time and then they stopped dating for whatever reason but they did date and then you know it was short lived yeah. so maybe she just like you know she spun the block as well she went out yeah. she dated a few see people. I didn't know that that's new for me okay yeah. alright I got one more and then that's it guys Michelle Obama and Obama or Sierra and Russell Sierra and Russell Sierra and Russell oh Sierra and Russell that, that's just you know that's just they just so made beautiful. me smile like just thinking about their it did it made, it me, made smile. me smile she was a now she was a woman that went through so much like she probably thought she was never gonna find this man and you know I'm just so happy that she found whatever prayer she said by talking about the CC prayer I don't care I'm just happy that I'm just so happy that they found each other I'm so happy that he left the white woman and Ooh. came to some real <laughs> chocolate queen because you know they don't realize it that these foreigners or these outsiders, they're the ones that really are destroying, you know. Cat, you say that, but don't you like white men? 
I okay, hold on. Or was that a minute? Or was that a I've dated, I've dated, you know, outside. Uh, but, the outside. So, <laughs> I've learned, you know, I've learned, you know, Atlanta changed me a little bit. Mm, Atlanta black is whack. Crack is whack. Ooh. You know, like crack is whack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta blackifies me. That's what's up. I'm yet to, I've still yet to date. I can't lie. I've yet to date a white man. I've yet to sleep with anyone that wasn't black or Hispanic. So I don't know what it's like on that side, but I can't lie, the record, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It was only two, and that was in high school, okay? It was just, <laughs> I just had to clear that up again. It was really only just one. It wasn't even two. You, so, but you, I mean, you dated, dated, like, I don't know. Okay, off of me. I dated a white guy <laughs> before, and it was fun, but ultimately, I think it did make me realize that I need me a black cane. Yeah, like honestly, and I'll share my experience with y'all very briefly. When it comes to dating on the outside, <laughs> it, it, it's a lot of different cultural, you know, barriers. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes that I'm the man of the house, I want to control shit, kind of take you back to massa days. Mm. And you don't want to deal with that. Uh, or they might feel like they're more educated than you because you are black and they are of the other like it's a lot of stuff that comes with it mm-hmm. mentally, and it, for some, it, for some it may not. But I know, I know when somebody's trying to, you know, talk down or be stupid, and I just like it like might be I a fetish. Yeah, I can't have that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. I, I, I wanted to and some, some that, but some I just not. never so, done that. I don't want to like you know turn people away from you know exploring, but. It might work for you. It might not. And, and maybe that was just my experience. It could be better for others. But that was something that I noticed and I realized. Because I'm not going to even let a black man treat me this way. Well, I'm going to let somebody from the other side treat me this way. Well, that white man, I did. He treated me like a queen, baby. I'm not even going to lie. But, well, ultimately, no, he didn't. Because I don't think that, and this is just my personal experience. I don't think that ultimately... Um, he could see himself publicly with me because um, this person, I would say he's kind of high profile. So I just feel like ultimately he had an image to uphold and, you know, I don't think I was that for him. But, um, yeah, I didn't have, he, he seemed like he just loves. Now, it's, it's some men that absolutely, some white men, absolutely, or men of other races that just really, really, really love black women, you know. Yes. Like that is their kryptonite. Did I use that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, does anyone has anyone perspective changed? Love versus power? Are we still going with love? Um, yeah. I'ma say love and power and money, all of it. Yes, money, power, love, and respect, baby. Yes, all of it. I want it all. <laughs> I want it all. I want me and my love to be powerful together. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so ain't no verses. It's together. Ain't no verses. Because I ain't settling. <laughs> All right. Lo, has your perspective changed? Are we still with love? I like what um, Lisi said. Um, love and power together. That works for me. Sounds good. You even said it so like, oh my god. She ready to submit so right now. Where he at? Yes. 
Like, what he asked? Feeling phone on the ceiling, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our topic, our podcast for today. Um, don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. Thrive as I am, Instagram, TikTok. Yes, all of that, all of that. Be blessed. Keep thriving. Keep thriving. Cause it's a vibe. We thrive. Hey.